0: What do you want? Let's play ball.
1: Hello and welcome back after a little bit of a break to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Blue Jays Way Podcast. I am your host as always, Curtis Martin, joined by my fellow groovy co-host, Tyler Prozik. Tyler, it's been, um, I, I want to say, an off-season of mixed feelings for Blue Jays fans, but uh, in our little pre-show conversation we decided that, you know, while we are Blue Jays podcast and this podcast is called the Blue Jays Way podcast, you know, the Blue Jays haven't really given us a lot to talk about. But there's been so much that's happened in the MLB that we're going to take a more league wide approach. And I think there's no better place to start than the AL East has gotten better. And that starts with uh, Aaron Judge re-signing with the Yankees. Uh, was there any doubt in your mind, Tyler, that that was going to happen?
2: Honestly, yes. Like, I honestly thought he was going to go to the Giants. But um, especially after the way he was, <clears throat> he was treated by the Yankees fans in the playoffs after he couldn't really do anything and wasn't playing his best. Um, but, yeah, I mean, nine more years of Judge, can that's exciting. Not really. It's terrible. But he's being paid $40 million a year, which is kind of cool. Good for him. In five, six years, that might look really, really bad. But I'm sure the Yankees are – are pleased with how they spent their money and, and aren't really going to bat an eyelash over him being injured for the last three years of the contract. But, you know, hopefully he doesn't because you never want someone to get injured. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how, how that's going to age. There's a few deals this offseason that, that that are going to age quite poorly, I feel.
1: Yeah, I think a big theme to this offseason is that the older veteran players have been the ones that have been getting paid, which has been an issue... In many sports for the last couple of years, about teams not wanting to give veterans bigger deals, but it seems like baseball's turned the page on that. And I think, yeah. like you said, like I could definitely see this deal becoming another Giancarlo Stanton kind of deal where, like, towards the end of the deal, he's like kind of like barely on the field, might be more of a DH kind of guy. You got to look to fill that role in the outfield, but I mean. I think that's the one thing about uh, the DH system is as long as you can swing a bat you have a place in the lineup and if they're going to pay him $40 million to swing a bat and that's it. Hey, if he can hit 40, 30 home runs into what what was this deal going to take him into his late 30s?
0: Uh,
2: The judge deal? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Right now I think he's, uh, I don't know his actual age right now, but yeah, late, late thirties, early forties, I think is, is where it's going to take him.
1: So I mean, I don't like it because I'm we're a Blue Jays fans, but it's it's one of those things where it's you can't uh, deny that money talks, and the Yankees got him back, and I mean, I mean he deserves to get paid. He yeah. deserved it. He was the league like if there were, if there was a league MVP, he would have been the league MVP last year.
2: Yeah, he was the best player in the league last year for sure. Um, oh. Definitely deserved it, but you know, there's there's a lot of questionable questionable contracts out there. Um, a, a lot of players sign. You know, con, uh, Wilson Contreras went to the Cardinals from the Cubs. You go into the same division to your division rival. That's a little bit uh, a little bit funny, in my opinion. Uh, the the five year deal there. The biggest the biggest change for me, or the biggest team this off season right now is probably the Phillies coming off the, the world series appearance, go out and sign Trey Turner and bring in Taiwan Walker as well. Like they're just, they're getting busy and Trey Turner for 11 years. Like that's a bit risky for me because the way he, the style of play he has just because he's such an athletic player and he's already, I I think he's 29 right now. So 11 years taking him to he's 40 at shortstop the way he plays, the the quick, uh, incredible athleticism, it's just, uh, I mean, right now that's going to look great. Like the Phillies are going to be a great team next year, especially after adding, um, you know, they added uh, Matt Strom as well to their bullpen, which is great for their bullpen. They needed bullpen help. Um, but just a lot going on in Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, I say, you know. But
1: uh... Uh, Only recently, my friend, before – the last couple of years it's not been sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. I, I, I think it'll be interesting because uh you know, some fans might have r- rolled their eyes at this, but Taiwan Walker was high up on my list for someone the Jay should go after this awesome. Mine season. as well. Mine as well. Uh I thought that he was a guy that obviously we've seen what he's like. He's in played in the organization and like with well, the team at least. You played he played in Buffalo, but same. Yeah, with the
2: team. Yeah
1: and we've seen the pete walker magic there's only one person that can't seem to fit into that pete walker walker magic that's uh
2: kikuchi but uh i have high hopes for kikuchi high hopes um yeah i mean wait 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 okay pause did you just say you have high hopes for kikuchi in spring i do i really do have high hopes he ended off really well
1: i I think that's a we we, no, need to it's... Clip, we we need to clip out that statement and then bring it back in like February. Let's,
2: okay, okay, okay. Okay. Let me let me let me explain a little more. For, what do By you, high okay, hopes.
1: Yeah, yeah, what what do you consider a high hopes what By high hopes,
2: the bar is so so low, so very low. <laughs> like fifth starter to uh, pitches to a 4.50 ERA. Those are my high hopes. I, th- I think that's a fair, hopeful season for Kikuchi. Anything better than that is amazing. Anything lower than that is just kind of what you expect to happen after last year.
1: Uh, like I don't know oh, if yeah. I have—I don't know if I have any hope there. I have more hope for Nate Pearson becoming the fifth starter than Kikuchi, to be honest. That's bold. His okay. Yeah. We can we can clip that that line too because I I will hardly believe that. I don't think kikuchi's coming back plus you know you gotta think Hunjin ryu after almost a full year off is gonna have some gas left in the tank right
2: maybe in the bullpen after the all-star break but you know he's older as well like if he was a 25 year old coming off of tommy john maybe he could be really effective but uh i mean you'll just have to see how his arm responds i guess it's just gonna be uh based on on how his body feels um but, yeah, there, there's literally been so much going on. There's so much to cover. You make a great point. Everyone in the AL East is getting better except the J- – well, maybe the Red Sox. They kind of suck. But they signed – oh, my gosh. I don't want to mispronounce his name, so I'm just going to pull it up real quick. And, of course, it's not on MLB's website yet. But uh, the Japanese uh, outfield star, I don't want to mess up his name, Um, but I can I'm, – I'm sure I'll find it. But, anyways, they signed – Signed him to a five year, and uh, they lost Bogarts for to the Padres, which is also super weird. There's so much going on right now.
1: Okay, let's let's you know what. Let's pause there. Let's talk about Bogarts for a second because I think that's an interesting deal. I think, you know, when you looked at the Padres going into this offseason, you're like, well, where are they going to improve this team? I think, like, especially in the lineup, it seemed pretty like steadfast in the lineup they have. But now you just add in Bogarts. And mm-hmm. I think that in a world where the NL doesn't have DH, this doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't think Bogarts goes over to the Padres. But now that we have Universal DH, you can see almost, you can almost see super teams happen more now. And I think that that's what's really interesting about uh, that deal is the fact that, you know, now they have Machado insurance in case um, he opts out of his deal after this mm-hmm. next season. And, They also have, arguably, the best lineup in baseball. If everyone's in a lineup, they have the best lineup in baseball. There's there's no team one through nine that's better than that Padres team with Alexander Bogarts on it now, and with a healthy Juan Soto, and with uh, a non-suspended Fernando Tatis. And we could go down the list of yeah, t-
2: all of the t- Tethys. is on- only out the first, I think, three series. It's the first 12 games, three or four series. Um, and just to backtrack a little bit, uh, the Japanese signed Masataka Yoshida uh, from Japan, who is apparently an on base machine. Uh, and he's their new, I believe, left fielder. So, you know, the Boston did do something, but that that Bogarts to to the Padres is, is kind of like stunning because he's already 30 and I believe it was an 11 year deal for Bogarts. So like,
1: yeah, same length as Turner.
2: Yeah. So it's just like, it's shocking. And, and what, and how that affects the Jays is pretty, is pretty significant as well because a 30 year old is getting an 11 year deal. Boba is not 30, not even close. So that like all these deals that are coming up for all these exceptional shortstops, which Bo is on the same level as and much younger is just is just cha-ching 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 setting I don't the know place after this last season, do we consider Bo on that same level? I I, I still do. I still I do. think
1: for the last three months he was on that level.
2: Yeah it, he had to put it together but when you look at the numbers at the end of the year and how you know he was still among the best in the league in hits and stuff like that um if that defense like like we usually say gets cleaned up a little bit his, his deal becomes becomes imminent of being 300 plus million dollars well you got to
1: think that i wonder if part of the reason why we haven't seen the jays make any moves this off season i guess if we're going to go into the jays now a little bit
2: i know exactly what you're about to say and i had the same exact thoughts Keep It's going. because
1: they're focusing on trying to re- that's exactly what i've
2: been thinking yes
1: vlad and bo
2: yeah i know
1: which is should be top priority you no know? like because if you let both these guys walk into next season where they have a chance to move on or have a chance to get bigger money from better
2: te- other teams as they get better and better and better
1: especially Vlad like you can't yeah. allow that to happen like I think if these are your guys if Ross Atkins and Shapiro thinks that these two guys are the guys that they want to make as their cornerstones along with for the short-term George Springer, then Mm. they have to keep them. That's what they have to do. And I think that's evident by them trading Teoscar Hernandez. They knew they weren't going to be able to re-sign him, so they shipped him off. And, uh, you know, that also gives us some questions about the outfield as well now as to what that's going to look like next year, especially with uh, your favorite guy, Ryan, uh, Ryanel Atapia, getting uh, like... Getting the the boot. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's the interesting part about this Jays team. And I know, you know, we try to do the MLB thing, but I think the Jays are just so fascinating in the sense that they're so good. They're so young, but what direction is this team going to go in? There's so many options. Like they, are they going to, there's no person in the system right now that stands out as someone that can come up and make a difference in the outfield. So.
2: Yeah. Nathan Luke is your best bet
1: they honestly, I wouldn't even say he is. I think their best bet to actually be a good MLBer is former Blue Jays Guest, Chavez Young, because
2: he's a good defensive player. That's true. Because
1: of his defensive ability, you you don't need a bat, a crazy bat. You just need someone that can play at the outfield. And as we've seen from the many highlights in AAA this year, uh, Chavez Young is one of those guys that can definitely do that.
2: It's a possibility, but I think the team has like. Chavez Young, great great player, but I think the team has their eye on spending some more money, like Shapiro and Atkins keep keep saying. Although you know they haven't haven't shown much, um, especially with that. Okay, let, let me ask you this: Brendan Nimmo yesterday got eight years, one hundred sixty two million for twenty too million much, per year. Too much money. Too much money. I think twenty point two five million is fair for Nimmo, but eight years for a guy who's I think he's played over hundred games twice in his career. That's a lot. That's a lot.
1: I, so. I'm not worried about the money. I'm worried about the term on that deal.
2: Exactly, and yeah.
1: I almost wonder if the Jays try to go into the bargain bin a little bit, which, you know, Jays fans don't want to hear that when it comes to starting pitching and when it comes to um a third or fourth outfielder. Mm. But I, I wonder if they do that, because, like, I don't want to call him a bargain bin player, but uh, Marcus Semien, uh was kind of a bargain bin player, in that uh, 2020 season when we signed him because yeah. he was kind of had an off season the year before I kind of needed to prove something. So I wonder if we see another one of those one year deals just to give the team a little bit of a boost to give them another shot. So they're not worried about giving up the money that they want to sign uh Bo and black because people have to realize, sure, there's no salary cap in baseball. That doesn't mean that there's not an internal cap that Rogers is putting on this team. And yeah, that that's the case. Like any realistic team, like I don't care who you are, even the Yankees have a certain threshold where they're like, we can't spend over this. Apparently, so, the Mets don't. <laughs> well, that's another conversation. Yeah, but, that's crazy. Um, I and mean, speaking of the Mets, we, yeah. we
2: transition there. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, man, like I, I can't, I can't even put into words how like oh my god how do you spend that much money like they're getting taxed i believe it's 90% per dollar or something that they go over the 300 million dollar threshold so i think it's like 30 million per i don't know the the math is too is too complex for my journalism brain but it's just re- Ridiculous! How much money they they have to spend to keep everyone around? They got that Edwin Diaz deal this off season. They got Brandon Nimmo. They got um Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Like, which is a great signing for them. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy. Let Let me ask you this. I I have a picture in my head. So if you want me to go first, that's fine. But give me your ideal Jays off season from here here to the start of spring. If you want me to go first, I'll go first. If you want to think about it for a minute,
1: well, my ideal off seasons are even ruined.
2: Yeah, from from what we from what's left. Oh, you want me to Here, I I can go first. No, no, I, can... I,
1: I I have I have something, and it's okay. to do with the the bullpen. I okay. want them to sign um. Oh, I'm blank. um uh, I want them to sign Zach Britton. He's still out there on the market. Yeah, that's He's true. He's a guy that I don't think the Yankees are going to re-sign him because of the big judge contract. Plus, they got a lot of bullpen arms left over yeah. from last year. And I think that they yeah. could use another one more guy. And I think that's that one more guy that even if maybe he's not the high-leverage closer that he was earlier in his career with the Orioles, he knows the division. He's basically played the division his whole career. Um, and he's going to give you like the 7th or 8th inning, and he's going to be good in that 7th or 8th inning. And I think you can trust him in that. I think that's a big thing for me. And then also, which catcher are you trading? Like, because one, one of them has to go this year. You can't keep Gabriel Moreno in the minors again this upcoming season.
2: Yeah, he's too good to be down there. So, are you going to
1: trade him for this outfield that we've been talking about? Or are you going to trade him for a starter? Or are we trading Danny Jansen for something else? Or are we trading or going to capitalize on Kirk's? Incredible season. Yeah. For me value. personally, you're trading Kirk and you're keeping Jansen to be kind of the veteran, great defensive catcher that he is. And plus, when he was healthy, his offense was great this last season. One of the
2: best one of the best offensive catchers in baseball when he was when he and was then healthy.
1: You add Gabriel Moreno, so you can kind of have a dual catcher position in the back, who showed spurts of being really good in the majors towards the end of the season when he got called up. Yeah. And he's I think his defensive game has progressed a lot quicker than many people have expected.
2: And, the and I thing, think the, the thing that helps with Danny Jansen, if so, say you trade away Kirk, like you're suggesting and Danny Jansen and uh, Gabby Moreno, they're two completely different hitters. Moreno is more of a contact use the whole field kind of guy, but he still has a little bit of power. Whereas Jansen's pull power, like that's just his whole offense. And, and ever since he, he, um, fed into that fed into the idea of I'll just pull it like screw using the whole field I'll do what I'm good at he's been good at it and it's been working so uh you know that that looks really good whereas Kirk and and Moreno are a bit more similar where they they're use the whole field don't strike out too much um you you kind of want to have that difference in at bats I think a little diversity in the lineup
1: and like obviously adding another starting pitcher but who even are you adding at this point? Like
2: maybe this is okay. where you
1: can come in as your Yeah.
2: This 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 leads me into me. Um so from outside looking in, the bullpen obviously can always use help. That's for any major league roster. Right now it looks like a competent MOB bullpen. It looks like a like middle of the pack, maybe a bit higher bullpen.
1: Are you including Nate Pearson in this bullpen?
2: Yeah, I, I would I would say he's in it somewhere. Um okay. So, especially with the, you know, we'll talk about, we can talk about Teo a little bit, but the Swanson addition really helps the back end of the bullpen. It, it truly does. And, you know, uh, uh, Mako, the prospect we got back as well. It's a good prospect, you know, whatever. The pool's been a little drained the last two years. That that helps the pool. That's great. Um, my offseason for the Jays, Vladdy and Bo keep those extension talks going hopefully they get close maybe they don't get there but hopefully they get somewhere close where they're left on a good point heading into the year um plan a for me from looking at what free agents are left bring ross stripling back and get either uh chris bassett or noah syndergaard as your fifth uh fourth fifth starter. chris bassett would be like a fourth third or fourth starter depending on how barrios does in the spring um but Two starters would be great, um, both middle to, to back end starters. Our, our top of the rotation is, is exceptional. I'm not worried about it. Next, the outfielder. We need one more. Um, I'm curious if they're going to do a reclamation project with Joey Gallo and bring him oh. back in. Bring him no. back into the ALE, no. and Roz, try and don't, get that.
1: Don't no, Roz. Uh
2: Especially Please. considering Brandon Please. Nimmo is gone, your left-handed bats are really lacking. The only other option that I would say is realistic would be Andrew Benatendi, who's a left-handed hitter. Um, oh. But he, you know, he had a tough go at the Yankees after he was traded there. Um, but there's still there's still a lot of good names left for for uh, outfielders. David Peralta is up there. Um, I didn't even know Jerickson Profar was a, was a free agent, to be honest with you. But that's that's a good option there. Um, he's a switch hitter, so that would help. And Johnny Cueto is also out there still, who had a, a decent year at 37 years old. He he would be an interesting back of the rotation kind of guy. Um, but there's still a lot of names out there. It's just, it's just a matter of where where Ross is. Um. Where where his head is at, because I'm not really sure at this point with all these names coming off the board so quickly Um, in an ideal world, maybe we get Carlos Rodon and 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 one of those pitchers that I mentioned. But he's looking for like six years, 30 plus million. I'm not really sure the Jays are looking to do that, especially with the Vladdy and Bo extensions that need to be made. Um, But, you know, they say they have the money to spend to spend like their their top top of the league payroll. So hopefully they're willing to prove it.
1: I think I agree with everything you said, except for bringing back Joey Gallo. I think that's a hard non-starter for me. It's, I mean, I, I I I know he, you know, once he made the transition out of New York, he played good. I understand He started that. to play better, yeah. I, I get that. But I'd honestly rather give one of the two guys we talked about in the system, a shop before we signed Jolla Gallup,
2: like Nathan Lukes or something, yeah,
1: yeah, or or see if Chavez Young's offense
2: can hold up in the majors. I'm sure Chavez will get will get his opportunity in in uh, in the spring, but I, I don't know if
1: and I'm and I'm not just saying that because he was he was on... the... no,
2: no 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 he's an exceptional defender like that's that's fact um but yeah his bat would really really need to to come around a little bit. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got opportunities throughout the year if George Springer needed breaks or gets injured. I wouldn't be surprised if he's called up and used um, to – and hopefully some defensive plays and highlights that win this team some games and hopefully he comes back on the podcast if he does that because – or in general because he was great to have on. Um, Bruce, that's an interesting
1: uh, name. and I kind of want to dive a little bit yeah. deeper into that because I think – on a on the roster he was on last year with so many great names in front of him i think he kind of fell out of the conversation of how well he was last or how well he did last year yeah. so bringing that name in and all but like also okay so we bring in a starting pitcher so what's happening with kikuchi and ryu like one of the contracts have to go
2: well ryu's on his last year of his deal so after this year it's it's up
1: yeah but okay what are you gonna do this year
2: uh, I, I believe I was reading an article, or I was listening to a podcast, I forget which one it was, but uh, Mark Shapiro was saying, depending how much time he misses, they could get the money back because of insurance. So they might, his contract, a portion of it would come back to the team anyway, so it's not something that they're very worried about.
1: But like I just mean in terms of like where he's going to fit in on the roster.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. When he gets back. Yeah. I mean, that'll, it'll probably have to be a DFA of some kind. Probably a, a bullpen armor. Injuries happen. There's going to be someone that's injured and he gets moved in. If not, I'm sure they'll make room for him. Cause
1: like, okay, let's say you're a, you're like, best scenario from today moving forward into March mm-hmm. happens. Your rotation is Manoa, Gosman. Wouldn't would you say Brissett is your number one choice of starting pitcher right now, out of the
2: ones that are available? Mm, probably, probably. Then
1: I probably put Brissett three, and then you're going Barrios, and then yeah. so are you going Kikuchi five.
2: Him are and Mitch going- White would have to would have yeah, to fight are, are, for. Are, it. are you
1: are you going Mitch White, which is ugh, there's also of-
2: Carlos Rodon is on the market, but I really do not think we're going to sign Carlos Rodon. Uh, so, Chris, Chris Bassett, uh, Ross Stripling, or Noah Syndergaard, are all names that that Noah Syndergaard is probably up there as probably one of the highest. I believe they might go after just because they used to have him. Not that was before Ross Atkins and stuff, but they used to have him, and uh, they were also interested at the trade deadline. So you know not
1: I do want to bring up quickly. You know, going more into the Blue Jays. You know, such a big deal is made of, oh, players are going to want to come here because of the training facilities in Dunedin and because of the winning culture and we're going to spend money. Mm-hmm. So if all of these things are true, and I think reporters have shown that a lot of players like the facilities and it's an attractive quality to signing with the Jays.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you think that this lack of activities just falls purely on Roth Akin's shoulders and Shapiro, to an extent, because he's his boss?
2: That's tough. I mean, it's also the like the market that's going on right now. Like, you can't compete with the Mets. If you try to outbid the, outbid the Mets, they're going to outbid you. Like, it's just the way that kind of works.
1: Like, okay, let's put aside Brandon Nemo. Because I, all these people that was on that train, I wasn't quite there. I didn't like, like, sure, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. But I thought if you're giving him anything over like a five-year deal, you're paying him too much for too long.
2: Yeah, I mean, eight years is too much for me.
1: But I think six years is too much for me if we're, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So, and then at that point, Nimmo would want a shorter term deal than five years. You wouldn't want to be in the middle. That's where you don't want to be as a player in the middle contract. So I never really saw a fit there for the Jays. And then if you're going to where I think they've really missed out is this uh, starting pitching market. Like, again, okay, well, Verlander will give them a pass on that because it's the Mets. So the Mets just spent money and got Verlander, which is fair. That's fine. But, like, there's so many names like Taiwan Walker. Like, I would have liked to see, you know, them bring back Taiwan Walker. They didn't. Like, there's so many names that have already left that were, like, not crazy money guys that you easily could have brought in or, well, we don't know if they were competitive on those offers, but are guys that I would have liked to see them brought in to fill out this rotation. But that just didn't mm-hmm. happen. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here because it's not like this team's bad. Like, if we threw out the roster that we have right now, it's still
2: a good team. Yeah.
1: Is it a World Series team?
2: No. Probably. It's a team capable of making the playoffs. That's pretty much...
1: Exactly. It. I think it's a team of making... They're a wild card team as they stand right now. mm mm-hmm. Now, if you add starting pitching, we can have the conversation of whether, you know, they're going to rise the rankings in the AL East. That depends on who they bring in. Yeah. And how they perform, obviously.
2: Yeah, it's there's a lot going because everyone else is improving. Right. So, like, the the Red Sox are trying to get better. Um, The Rays are always going to be the Rays. They're always going to push push and win games somehow. Um, And then the Yankees. Okay,
1: did the Red Sox get better by losing Bogart's?
2: Depending what they do from here, because there's still a lot of good shortstops on the market, they could sign Correa, they could sign Dansby Swanson, Elvis Andrus is is out there as well. There's a lot of good names. Brandon Drury is also a free agent out there right now. There's a I'm lot. A yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that could be could be brought in to help that team. Also, Trevor Story probably move over to shortstop. They could sign Gene Segura as second baseman if they wanted. There's a lot. There's a lot out there that they can still do but it's just a matter of if that team's willing to, to spend that money again because they they're dropping down the payroll rankings.
1: Yeah. I mean it's an interesting division and the the Jays have the misfortune of being in almost routinely in one of the higher divisions in baseball. So
2: luckily this year the schedule is balanced, so that's going to be less of an impact, but still it's it's not not ideal.
1: No, it's, well, okay, let's put like this. They're not playing in the AL Central.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where, we're, like,
1: even the best team in the AL Central is, like, suspect. Yeah. Also, is the best team in the AL Central the Guardians? Uh,
0: like,
1: even, like, they went on a pretty good playoff run. Is it the Guardians?
2: I don't know. I think, I think from the outside. They got a looking... good,
1: they got it. they got a good rotation.
2: I would say the White Sox are a bit better, just because their lineup might be a little bit better.
1: I mean, the White Sox.
2: But I don't know. I don't know. They just. Well, they did lose. Um, What's his name? Jose Abreu. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the Guardians, actually. The Guardians might have them beat. Especially if Jose Ramirez is playing the way he usually plays. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I'm excited for the season, especially with all the team changes and and uh, excitement from the off season. But who knows? The Jays need to just wake up. It's just time to time to get things going. It. A lot of people are. A lot of people are arguing. Oh, the Jays always wait until later. George Springer signed in late January. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but the market is moving faster than the Jays are. Are it's the it's moving very fast and they're not. To be fair, we
1: were also like all freaking out in 2020 when like
2: everything the world was, was happening. ending. Yeah. The world
1: was ending and like they weren't doing anything. And we're like, okay, come on, guys. Like, let's get her going a little bit here. Come on. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not worried because like, let's say they did nothing, which is like would be very surprising if they did absolutely nothing from this point on.
2: Like for Asia or like the trade deadline.
1: Well, let, let's say till the start of the season, they do nothing yeah. between now and first pitch. Yeah. This team's still a good team.
2: Yeah, but it's it's concerning. If they're a team that's serious about winning, they're going to do something.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what you would hope for.
2: But anyways. Yeah. Quickly, is there anything else that we missed that you want to talk about? No, I feel like that's a good coverage. I think well, we should be back in a week or two, depending how much happens over the next little while. But it's been Lead fun. Blue to- Jays. Find someone. Yeah, yeah. Do something. Get, get us excited. Train let, us, let us talk. Let us talk, please. Um, but I'm sure we'll we'll have a guest on here within the next couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully, maybe before Christmas. But you know, we'll see what shakes up between now and then. And uh, yeah, it's it's been great to come back on. And season three, looking forward to it. Big things coming this year, I hope. And uh, I'm excited.
1: Way too early. World Series. Pack. Go Mets. Padres. All right.
2: Good. There we go. <laughs>
1: There's no wrong answer there. Break. Um. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Guys, I we want to thank Tyler, as always, for being a great co-host. And we want to thank you for listening. Make sure to check us out on everywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our YouTube channel, Overline Entertainment. And also follow Overline Sports on Instagram, Twitter, at OTL Sports TA. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time. Go Jays!
3: Times. Never got it down right. Played this song once or twice. I've been trying to find my light. Out of energy, I'm stuck with the candlelight. Buttoned up, pull down, these buttons are too tight. This kind of my side i just want to say goodbye